Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Fire up the grill. Wait a minute. I smell barbecue. Someone's grilling meat. Barbecue? Barbecue. Did someone say barbecue? Barbecue. Today is National Barbecue Day. What is that? Barbecue? Who wants barbecue? Pork, beef, or chicken? I love barbecue. Mmm. Barbecue. Happy National Barbecue Day. I'll fire up the grill. I do the grill. Showtime. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. And this right here, it's your KC Mo! Ciao, baby! What's the word? Kansas City. A happy Monday to the KC Morning Hoes. Where am I at today? I am on this beautiful Monday morning. I'm at Blue Hills Country Club. This is the Advent Health Championship going on all week long. Out here with the radio station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. And this led to a conversation with Rennie McKinney. And I'll be honest, I didn't think we were going to have a show today because I thought I'd be working. She's with Advent Health talking behavioral health, mental health access, resources, all of the above. Gotta get that mind right, KC. So yeah, we ended up having a phenomenal conversation and I'm a big serendipity guy. This conversation, it was meant to be. So on the show today, Rennie McKinney with Advent Health. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I'm going to go pretend like I know how to swing a golf club. Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. More like Tiger Tiger Woods, nah. So I'm going to go pretend like I know what I'm doing. And full disclosure, we, we get into it. We will be talking about suicide and a suicide attempt. It was actually me back in 2017. So definitely want to give you a heads up about that. My friends, I love you. Kansas City, we got a damn good thing. Conditions still ideal. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Always, because of you, Kansas City. My name's Hartzell. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye. Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. On your KC Morning Show for the first time, Rennie from Advent Health. My friend, welcome to this show, and thanks for, for putting on a hell of a golf tournament, but also thank you for so much else that you do for the city, this community. It's our folks, and right now we're going to be talking about some mental health advocacy, behavioral health. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for inviting me, Hartzell. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Full disclosure, we go way back. Rennie knows Ma. Ma loves Rennie, so you know we got the best of the best on your KC Morning Show. And I guess, you know, I'm going to kick it off right Right there because and I don't want to make this about myself but you know, I do have a behavioral health background that being said I did also try to take my own life in 2017 it can happen to all of us and I think what Advent Health has done so successfully as we keep doing this is normalizing the access if I break my hand I go to the hospital immediately in this big journey where are we? Well, you know, Hartzell, you, you set the stage just there. That is so important that you're talking about what you've been through. And you're absolutely right that mental health issues, substance use, those things are not particular on whose back they're going to land. You know, it can happen to anyone. And the more that individuals like yourself speak up and say, hey, I was troubled. I was really struggling. The more the next person who hears that might be able to say, hmm, 
I might ought to reach out. I might call Hartzell. I might call my neighbor. I might call or go in and talk to my boss. It's okay to ask for help. And so where we're at right now is a community that's struggling, a community that needs help. And I think we've made some headway in terms of breaking down the stigma. Not to say we don't have a long ways to go, because we do. But I think more individuals are willing to maybe reach out and ask for help or at least start that conversation. When we talk about behavioral health, mental health, I think we also need to celebrate the wins, right? And I think Absolutely. in the last, you know, two and a half years with the craziness, we call it the panini on this show. The panini that was the pandemic, it has opened up a lot of new ways for us to get this access for mental health treatment or just reaching out because for so many of us, we know that first step is absolutely the hardest and it might be the most important one. You know, one thing we did see during the panini <laughs> is that we're seeing first time seekers of treatment step up. So we do know there's individuals who have struggled for part of their life for several years, and they're very involved in their treatment process. But what we saw over the last two years is more and more individuals saying, wow, I really need some extra support right now. And we would ask them during interviews or during the assessment, so have you sought services before? And they're like, nope, this is my first time. And that was a common theme throughout the individuals we saw during, um, say, the last year and a half to two years. Do you think that is a direct result of this process that we are of normalizing getting help? You know, like we said, if, if I break a bone, the first thing I do is not to say, hmm, let me wait and think about that later or let me suppress this broken bone. Well, like, I think it's going to get better. Like, I'll just leave this bone sitting here for a while and I think it's going to get better. Less pain tomorrow. And the same with mental health. It just saddens me to see people who have that that mentality of, I can just plow through this. I can just figure out a way to maneuver my life so that I'm not struggling. And you know, Hartzell, it doesn't work that way. And you know that firsthand. You know it doesn't work that way. So before we get into some of the programs that you all offer, if there's someone right now, maybe in their car right now, who their heart's fluttering a little bit more than they thought it was going to today, simple techniques or maybe just some advice you might have, words of affirmations, and I'm making them work for me now, but you know, right off the bat, it wasn't my thing. Maybe you do have something that is your thing that might help somebody else right now. Right. You know, I think the the one thing is to remember you don't have to do this alone. So if you are in that car, I might suggest if you're really struggling to pull over, right? But to, to just think about who might I be able to lean into? Who might I be able to tap into? If you're struggling, what I find often is a person who shares with another, just like our conversation this morning, you then opened up to me immediately as we started talking. So when you lean on another person, they too might have similar experiences or if they don't, they might say, but my wife has or my child has and be able to align and then help normalize Normalize it. We keep using that word over and over, but that is our mission here is to make sure that it's part of everyday conversation. Mental health is healthcare. Yes, and the word mental illness tends to take a little bit of a rap and that, that, oh, what? I don't want to be ill. And so we're really emphasizing the word well-being, our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, and using those terms. You know, I also want to point out that if, if you're struggling with the use of some substances, whether it be alcohol or pills or any drug, and you're just not sure where to go, or maybe you've been trying to cut down and that hasn't been successful, also lean into that that support system of yours. If you don't have one, lean into the professionals because we're sure here to help you. And also lean into the fact that you're still here. You're making it. In spite of all this, we are still here doing this. Lean into those small wins. And by the way, that's not a small win. You're still here. That's everything. Yeah. That is everything, right? Right. Absolutely. And I picture this like a hill and, and we're climbing up the mountain and we're going and going. And if we hit a rough spot, sometimes we trip up and, and you think, oh gosh, I've stumbled and I'm back at the bottom of the hill. Instead of visualizing it as a slope, I would encourage you to look at it as a stair steps. I go up a step or two or three. And when I stumble, I only go back one step. 
I'm not to the bottom of that hill. I don't know if that visualization helped you, but you're nodding at me and it's like, yeah. And so knowing that we all stumble at different parts of our lives, right? And so knowing that a step back isn't over. There's still support. There's still treatment. There's still help. Well, that was one of the things I, I, I struggled with when, when I was hospitalized. I came out, and uh, the first thing I did once I got out of the hospital was I went and talked about it on the radio. And I even thought to myself, maybe this wasn't the right idea. But I also knew that that first breath I took when I left the facility, I mean, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. I've breathed in life that I didn't think I had before. Like, for me, I didn't know if I was the right messenger in that moment. You know, maybe I'm going to relapse. And I and I ultimately did, but I knew that in that moment, if you would have told me that this feeling existed, well, I wouldn't have tried that thing I did last week. You know what I mean? Right, right. I Wow, that's a big leap from hospitalization to radio broadcast. Yeah. It worked for you. It's what you needed to do. There was no more hiding. There was no more secrets. There's no more covering up. I'm struggling. And so you put it out there and you put it out there big. And I commend you for that. If somebody who's listening to this says, you know, I, I'm not going to go that big, but I'm just going to rely on my pastor or my neighbor or my best friend. Or for those who really don't have a, a close, significant person in their lives, maybe leaning into a crisis line and calling and just talking with a person who you'll never meet, but who has a very friendly voice and who truly cares and has resources to help. Again, as we were workshopping new ways of doing things the last two and a half years, a surge in telehealth and apps help you get in contact with emergency providers, doctors, therapists in real time, almost instantaneously. So it seems like that barrier is also we're lowering that bar as well. Yeah, I'm amazed at how many shops set up, you know, around and, and that I can go out to my car at work and to the parking lot and talk to my therapist without having to spend the 20 minute drive to and from. I think that is incredible. That doesn't replace necessarily in person. I do think that that is very relevant and very helpful and beneficial to many. But I think it broadens the variety of, of treatment modalities that we have available. We've seen um, so many more people put their hands up and go, you know what, I'm going to call somebody. I am just, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not suicidal and maybe I'm not even formally diagnosed with depression, but you know what, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. It's been a long two years or it's been, I've had a lot on my plate. I love when you said it's okay to not be okay. The thing after that that I like to finish the sentence with is, so let's get some help. Absolutely. Let's touch base. Let's do something. Machines are fixed, but humans heal. So we just got to heal up. And I think we heal up better when we do it together. And we heal up especially better when we've got resources like what you all are providing. You mentioned we've got a, a line, a hotline, a new three-digit line coming out. Yeah, I am so excited. And we've been working on this as a nation for a couple of years, several years, actually. We all know, in fact, five-year-olds know, what do you do in an emergency? You call 911. And that three-digit number is ingrained into our brains. And we know it. And it's published everywhere. And so those of us who are advocating for quicker means, quicker access to get into treatment or to get to that friend voice that we were just talking about, we've developed a 988 phone number. And that three digit hopefully will be ingrained just like the 911. And so it's a mental health crisis line. When a person is struggling, when they don't know where to turn, and maybe they don't have that important person in their life that they can lean on, or maybe they're not ready to share with that important person, they can call this number and get the help and the resources they need. I'm very excited to say it goes live on July 16th. I think there'll be a big splash in the media. I hope you mention it on July 16th. You know, know, mark it on your calendar. 911, when it started up, there were Probably a few clunky steps, but I'm really looking forward to having that access at, you know, just at a finger dial. Where do we go from here, my friend? On that scale of one to 10, if if a one is where we were 50 years ago, we're going to just suppress and not say anything about it versus a 10 where, you know, we have those resources, we're using them, we're sharing it. Mental health has been since normalized. That's a 10. Where do you think we are? 
Oh, you know, I, I laugh and say that I can answer that from a variety of perspectives. I would say we're well on our way to moving up that scale, uh, the numerical scale. I think that we still have a ways to go. Anytime a person who has made an attempt at their lives and doesn't reach out, then we're never going to be at a 10. We need to make sure that that three-digit number, whether a person calls it or goes into a hospital or reaches out to a therapist, when everyone is doing that, then we'll be at a 10. So we're on our way, but we, we still need to keep breaking down that stigma, making sure everyone understands it's okay to not be okay and to lean in and, and get the support that you need. And you know, one thing I do and our team at Advent Health does as people enter our program is we drop our titles, we drop our labels, we're all human beings and that is the common thread that holds us together in treatment. And so whether you're a CEO, whether or not you're gay, black or white or homeless, and I can go on and on and on. Drop your labels and, and let's just be together as human beings and get the treatment that we need. Machines are fixed, humans heal, let's heal up. And I so thank you and appreciate you helping us heal. We're going to do this. I know we are. Yeah. Hartzell, thanks so much for inviting me over today. Oh, Randy, thank you so much. Well, it's been building up inside of me for, oh, I don't know how long. I don't know why, but I keep thinking something's bound to go wrong. But he
You're listening to the KC Morning Show.